This is Help Wanted, the show that tackles all the big work questions you cannot ask anyone else. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm New York Times bestselling author and money expert, Nicole Lappin. The helpline is open. Should we start with the drunk story? I think we have to. I think every good show starts with some drunk story. We are here on our new podcast. It's called Help Wanted, and we're doing it because many years ago, you got drunk. drunk. <laughs> so you weren't drunk. One of us was drunk. Right. I was very I should have set that up. I was in a car, so I'm very glad oh, I wasn't drunk. I didn't know that. So I was in Cannes. This sounds so fancy. I was not at Cannes, the film festival, the fancy Cannes. I yeah. was at the nerd Cannes. Uh-huh. Cannes Lions. Important distinction. Which is like the marketing nerds descend on Cannes. And I had a lot of rosé because in the south of France, rosé is cheaper than bottled water. Is that true? Yeah. And there's Can we more... fact check that? Y- yes. Uh... <laughs> it doesn't sound very convincing, but okay. So you were drunk. You were at a nerd con. But also water was less readily available. So I drank a lot of rosé. Yeah. As you do in Cannes. Have you been to Cannes? I, I haven't. I hear though that rosé is cheaper than water there. <laughs> Sources say. <laughs> so I thought I should have a podcast. I should make a podcast. This is what you're thinking when you're drunk. Yes. Yeah. So at that point, I didn't have a podcast. I had been pitched a bunch of podcasts from networks that we later pitched for this show. And I was like, it's time. (laughs) That was kind of my thought. My rosé thought was like, it's time. But I was like, I don't want to talk to myself. I talk to myself a lot. And I was like, I need a dude's perspective. But I don't know a lot of dudes in this space that do what I do. Let's call Jason. Let's ask Jason. He's the only dude I know in this space. Maybe he wants to do a show with me. I had just seen you somewhere. Yes. We were together at FounderMade. Yeah. Which was, so FounderMade is a trade show uh, series and you were emceeing it and I was moderating one of the panels and we were we had known each other a bit at that point but not that well but we were hanging out throughout the day and then when it was time for me to go on stage I walked out with this very illustrious panel of entrepreneurs founders of companies that everyone's heard of and then we sit there very awkwardly in silence. And that was because I thought you were going to come on and introduce us. (laughs) But in fact, you had introduced us already before the doors opened and we walked out on stage and I was not aware of that. Uh So I started out with this very strange, awkward thing where I looked over at you and the whole room is packed, hundreds of people. And I say, are you going to introduce (laughs) us? And you said, I already did. And then I... Uh, So I made some kind of joke uh, about it. And then something else happened, I don't remember, but the panel was half a disaster. Like it just kind of kept going wrong. But I have developed this skill after being on stage enough of just making a joke out of anything that goes wrong. And then you turn it into like an asset and then the crowd's kind of with you. And, um, And it was fun. And at the end, you and I did some kind of like speed round question thing with the panelists because something had gone wrong. Anyway, the reason that I'm bringing this up is that I firmly believe that the best thing that can happen to you is that something goes wrong. Because if something goes right and you just perform as you should have, it is not memorable. But when something goes wrong, you have the opportunity to be the person who saved it. I think about that a lot at work. Like I really love when things go wrong because that's when I can step up and be recognized. I've thought about that throughout my career. So I, when I think of this moment of you texting me 
a couple of weeks after that, drunk in Cannes at the NerdCon, I think of it as the result of me doing really well on stage when things went wrong. And that's the reason that you remembered to think of me later. So you texted me and yeah. you said, do you want to do a he said, she said podcast about money? Yeah. And I don't you think that like I- 18 podcasts already. Yeah, I had a lot of stuff to do, but I immediately said yes. And so I came up, I don't know how, there's no great drunken story about it, I don't think, with Hush Money. It's like a taboo money show. I remember we put together a delightful one sheet. Uh, we taped we, a pilot. In your kitchen. In my kitchen. You knew how to do the mic stuff. And I was like, I know, I'll talk, but I don't know about this other stuff. Yeah. You did because you did have two mm -hmm. other shows at the time. Two other shows at the time. Yeah. yeah. So you never forget your third. <laughs> <laughs> this makes this my fourth. That's right. And we pitched that show. We did two seasons of it. It went on hiatus because of the pandemic and we had other projects. And then it sat on a shelf and we just kept talking almost as if we had something to make together, but we didn't. What we ended up just sort of evolving into, if you flash back here, we go from me messing up on stage to you drunk texting me <laughs> to a podcast that was fun, but didn't last very long to then we really, after all that, then we really got to the meat of it. And the meat of it was just finding another person who you felt like matched with and who you could let your guard down with and who wanted to be helpful and you wanted to be helpful to them. It's hard to ask for help. It's really hard to ask for help. People. I know that's cliche and we're allergic to cliches, but it really is. I think that when anyone asks for help around career stuff, they feel like they're already fucked. Because they should know the answer? Because if they're in a place of needing help, they're in a place of desperation and it's helpless. Early in my career, I did feel that way. But now I love talking about all the things I don't know and, and learn and grow and rinse and repeat all the time. But I ask you for an inordinate amount of help. And I don't even notice it because I feel like I'm asking you for an inordinate amount of help. Yesterday, I was like, wow, Jason is so helpful. How do I ever repay him? We were on the phone. <laughs> we were trying to shoot it at a place. You're like, oh, I emailed the PR people like proactively. Yeah. I didn't even ask you to. Yeah, I was yeah. like, damn, Jason, <laughs> what, how, what can I do? Can I babysit? I was like, oh, great. I can't wait to be useful because I this probably comes after me asking you for pieces of advice for 10 different things. Or sometimes we will just get it on a, on a call and then afterwards I'll, I will realize I just like anxiety rambled to Nicole for half an hour. Like I just, I don't think that she said anything. So I was just excited for the opportunity to be useful. The natural conversation that we ended up having afterwards was something that I think we both realized, well, this is really useful to us. Like it's just... You need a experienced phone a friend in your life. Yeah, you need a helpline. You need a helpline. Personal. Why didn't we call the show Helpline? Because help wanted is better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we started talking about what do people need right now, and the thing is, we are in a moment of crazy disruption. People are quitting their jobs, or they're losing their jobs, or they're trying to start something new for themselves. We have seen a more than decade high in new business applications in America driven by the pandemic. And we figured, well, look, I don't know anything about money, but both of us definitely know a lot about building a career. Or so we thought. Or so we think. Well, we've faked our way into something and sure. we can share what we have learned and what we have failed at. 
and also what we have learned from the smartest people that we interact with because we get to interact with a lot of them. Because I'll, I'll tell you something that I found super interesting is, you know, generally what I'm doing is I'm talking to entrepreneurs. And what I have found is that entrepreneurs all have one thing in common, whether they are somebody who is like running a side hustle, selling something on eBay, or they are running a venture-backed company in Silicon Valley. And that is the experience the experience of trying to do this, of feeling very lonely, of trying to problem solve their way through things that they have never done before, of feeling like everything is on the line, that is the thing that is consistent among the people who I talk to. Because it doesn't matter where you are in your career, you still have to grapple with what success means and how to get there and the tactics and tools. Yeah. And we've cut through the BS. Like we've cut through the niceties. You and I will ask each other whatever with no filter. Right. We are bringing our own experiences to bear here, not just what we've learned, but also the failures. We're going to talk to super interesting folks, not the usual, let's bring in the expert or let's bring in the celebrity. And we're not always going to bring in guests, but when we do, it's going to be because they have something, they have figured something out, or they are grappling with something that I think everyone can benefit from listening to. But also, we're going to talk to recruiters about how to get jobs at interesting places. And we're going to talk to career experts about how to fix some specific thing that you might not even realize you're doing wrong. Yeah, because, you know, just like personal finance, we don't learn the stuff in school. I wish we did, or even in MBA programs. So we'll talk about some foundational things, like how do you negotiate? How do you become the boss? But we'll also talk about stuff like how do you set boundaries? And there is no more important time to talk about that stuff than now, because we are in a crazy economy. People have quit their jobs or they're going to get laid off. Conversely, there are massive new opportunities here because industries are going to get disrupted and because incumbents are going to fall. And now is the time to rise. Like there's just so much happening for people right now. And I want for us to be helpful. So let's go be helpful. <laughs> Uh, do we have what we need for that? Yeah. Boom. Listen to Help Wanted premiering January 3rd wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Help Wanted is a production of Money News Network. Help Wanted is hosted by me, Jason Pfeiffer. And me, Nicole Lappin. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. If you want some help, email our helpline at helpwanted at moneynewsnetwork.com for the chance to have some of your questions answered on the show. And follow us on Instagram at moneynews and TikTok at moneynewsnetwork for exclusive content and to see our beautiful faces. And maybe a little dance? Oh, I didn't sign up for that. All right. Well, talk to you soon. 